Yo, how's it going, my fellow revelers? Welcome to another episode of the Pesky Hub Podcast. I'm your host, Manny, a.k.a. Frisky Hug. I'm an Edom content creator. Um, if this is your first time tuning into the show, uh, welcome. Um, I do have other episodes. I also have an intro episode kind of explaining what the podcast is all about. Um, I hope you guys are here to stay. If you guys uh, wouldn't mind giving it a follow or a like, um, any support is good support. So I appreciate you guys just being here in general, listening to the podcast. Uh, so what's on the agenda for today's podcast? Um, so we do have a special guest. Uh, his name is Garrett, but he goes as Rave Tina for like festival personality. Um, I, I, it's more of like a, it's like an icon type of like Instagram festival character. Uh, so Garrett basically dresses up as Tina from Bob's Burger and you know, he goes around uh, festivals wearing that outfit. It started off as um, kind of like a Halloween thing and it just transformed and became this bigger entity, um, which he now takes to like other festivals and stuff. Uh, we talk a little bit about like how he got started with all that, you know, what is the deal with him wearing that in general? Like what are some of the interactions some stories just stuff all around, like the whole Rave Tina persona. And then we talk a little bit about his affiliation with the Lunchbox. And we talk more about like, you know, us and each other, what we like, our music taste and stuff like that. It's a really cool episode. I really enjoyed uh, getting Garrett on this, uh, getting Garrett on the podcast. I had a blast. Um, <clears throat> but before we get started with today's podcast, before we jump into it, we will be doing our four shout outs of the week. And to, to start this one, we're going to do our content creator per usual. Um, as, a, as a heads up, because maybe you guys don't know, maybe it's just your first time tuning in, for all the information on the four shoutouts, I will be posting it in the description below. So all of that will be down there. If you're curious or you want to give these guys a these guys or gals a follow, you may do that uh, by just going down the description. Got it all tagged in there for you. All right, so first one's going to be a content creator. And for this one, we have Jeremy Portillo. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I'm pretty sure. And Jeremy is a TikToker, makes tons of funny uh, festival videos. Um, a lot of them are kind of like voiceover type skits. Really funny guy. I haven't actually met him in person, uh, but I do know him through like, you know, just the content creator tunnel, the um, just through honestly, just kind of through like TikTok and just being mutual friends with like the rape community and who we know already. So um, we just follow each other through common interest but Jerry Portillo is a really funny guy uh has tons of great content on TikTok I believe that he uploads the same content on Instagram so if you're like an anti-TikToker you can check it out on Instagram as well his at on both is Jeremy Portillo definitely check him out number two we got a DJ and producer that's gonna go to my boy Zoopstool um some of the things about Zoopstool I met him I, I met him in Denver. He was actually staying at a friend's place. Um, his DJ name is X Cobra. I have yet to have X Cobra on the podcast. I've been wanting to have him on the podcast, but um, his family wanted to hang out for a barbecue. So I really couldn't like manage going to a barbecue on my last like two months of getting out of Colorado because I was just going through a lot and I just didn't have the time to really do like an in-person thing. Um, but I did shout out X Cobra uh, like two months ago. But about Zoopstool, right? So Zoopstool was doing a 
he was doing kind of like a tour thing with Freaky. I don't know if you guys know who Freaky is, uh, but Freaky was doing a tour and he brought on Zoop with him throughout the entire road. And Zoop's tool, the first time I met him, he was playing a show with Freaky at Denver, in Denver. And then I've met him a few times after that. Um, he's friends with my, with my friend. You guys might know her as Deep Blur Princess. She was also one of the guests on the podcast. So Zoop's tool, so one of the reasons I'm kind of shouting him out is he's actually... He he played, I believe it was if it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before. Um, and then he's also playing regional support for Sullivan King on the 16th of December. So two weeks from this episode being uploaded in Philadelphia. I'm super proud of him. He's really come a long way, uh, at least even since I've known him. So I'm sure he's come a long way since some of y'all have probably known him. If you guys have known him for a while. So Zoopstool, man, keep doing what you're doing. Um, his IG is at Zoopstool. Number three is going to be to a brand or business. And we, we're going to go ahead and shout out Dubstep FBI. So Dubstep FBI is an all-women-owned and operated information type page. Um, they kind of give us a lot of information, a lot of like events going on. They fill us in a lot of information, new stuff going on with certain DJs, new stuff going on with certain venues. Uh, they also have a podcast. They write articles. Um, they do tons of promos for events going on. A lot of these artists and events that are happening that they do promote, it, it is a like base and like heavy base type of information that has been given out. Um, so I haven't seen any house <laughs> being promoted on their thing, um, but hence the name Dubstep FBI. So you know, kind of know what you're kind of getting yourself into. But ladies, keep doing what you're doing. I've had the pleasure of meeting uh of meeting y'all. So um pretty sure you're both in Denver. I don't know how many of you there are are actually in Dubstep FBI, but I've met two of y'all already in Denver. So for our final shout out of this week, we're gonna do which I have written down is for like supportive friend or follower. I've got tons of people that support me and have been supporting me throughout my journey, not only through this podcast, but as well, like just being a content creator in general. Um, this was going to go to my to my uh, to my friend Sam Boggs. Um, Sam Boggs was actually the guy in all of my vlogs for EDC Orlando. He appeared, I believe, in all three of them, if I'm not mistaken. His ad is at Sam underscore Boggs, and honestly, Sam Boggs has just been a great friend to me. And I just wanted to give him a proper shout out. I met him at Sunset Music Festival. Um, he was part of like a Snapchat group that I made, uh, which everyone came from Radiate from there. And then we moved to like a Snapchat type forum to just kind of get a group together. And he showed up to the meetup. You know, we became like really close and honestly, uh, just a really sweet dude. Really awesome. I love being around him. He's always so helpful. And um, yeah, I definitely I recommend checking him out. He's also starting off as like a DJ. He's from Mississippi, kind of a frat kid. Uh, no hate on the frat kids he's he's super sweet um but he is djing a lot like in the mississippi area um don't really know what like places he djs in but when i knew him he was already djing all right well that was our four shout outs of the week and now it's time to have you guys listen to the podcast with rave tina well, like I said, uh, I'd like to welcome Rave Tina, a.k.a. Garrett, to the podcast. Hello, hello. 
I apologize for the, you know what? Fuck, I don't apologize for the crop top. I fucking love this thing. You fucking look fit as shit, first of all. So who's even complaining? Um, my favorite thing to ever exist. There's that TikTok that goes, um, guys are taking crop tops from the ladies and we're fucking here and we're here to fucking kill it because we're doing it. I'm just going to start my own line of crop tops specifically for men. What are you going to, what's it going to say in the front? Uh, well, I kind of like this one. I got this one off Etsy. This is house music, but like in the Waffle House format. Um, yeah. I don't know, probably something along the lines of like, don't get it twisted, like sexy crop top men type thing. If like, I had a, you know embrace, embrace that shit. If I had a clothing line, I would do like like a joke around like John Simmons thing. So I'd be like, my life is a blender. <laughs> Just have a blender. <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be good okay write that one down <laughs> uh but garrett i know you uh, obviously our lunchbox fam knows you and a lot of us know you as rape tino but there's a lot of people here who actually probably don't know you um if you would wouldn't mind just giving like a quick intro yeah absolutely uh hello everyone my name is garrett winslet uh aka rave tina aka tina raves on instagram uh i currently live in austin texas um when i'm not in tina form i work in tech sales uh let's see edco was my 10th festival in six months this year um i'll be ending the year at decadence colorado uh up until then i have shows every weekend so i'm super stoked obviously this is a very big passion for me um I love to get down with it. Uh, I fucking love twerking. It hurts my back, but fuck it. You know, I'll worry about it next life. Uh, love having a good time. I love feeding off people's energy. I love giving off good vibes. That's why I do the team. The thing It's just to make random people smile. When was the first time like you decided you were just going to like put on a Tina outfit? Was it like during Halloween or was it like, I'm going to make a statement at this festival. I don't know why. Just doing it. Yeah. So first time I ever wore the Tina costume was that would have been Halloween of 2019. Um, you know, like I think Bob's Burgers came out in like 2016 and everyone was kind of like impersonating the twerk and I yep. did it. And I was like, you know what? Hey, shit, I'm actually not too half bad at this. And like my friends were like, yeah, you know, you're pretty good at it. <laughs> Didn't think much of it. And then and I was like, you know what, what the fuck am I going to be for Halloween? And I was like, well, Tina would be pretty cool. And I was like, I don't really care about wearing a skirt. Like, mm-hmm. it's just funny to me. It's not embarrassing at all. And so wore it to the party, ended up getting like best dress costume. And like everyone at the party was like, damn, dude, that's a great costume. And you do it really good. I was like, all right, that was kind of the validation I needed. <laughs> um, so wore it to first time I ever wore Tina costume was lights all night, 2019. Um, I remember losing my fucking mind at Skrillex and just like everybody coming up and taking pictures. And I pretty much had to be taken out in a wheelchair because I twerked so much and threw my spine out of alignment. Um, Funny thing. I've actually never seen a full episode of Bob's Burgers, which like catches people by surprise. Um, But I, I mean, I'm already this deep into it i feel like i probably need to watch the full season i you know it's funny it's a funny thing actually because when i started uh doing a whole personality thing um uh many years ago my thing was actually i was uh an angry bird at every festival so 
Uh, and the I'm red going to, or the blue or the, the green red, one? the red, the, the red, red angry okay. bird. And um, I initially dressed up because uh, my little brother, um, we would have parties over and my little brother just uh-huh. loved angry birds. And, and so I wore an entire outfit just to make him happy and stuff because he was a little, little baby. And, um, you know, I just kept going on with that with that whole angry bird thing. And that was like the persona thing that I always had. So everything that I had from a backpack, it had a pl- I still have the plush backpack, angry bird, angry bird onesie, angry bird candy. People would literally hand me angry bird candy, just expecting to see me at a festival <laughs> and stuff like that. And that's a, initially when I got started, like, you know, becoming a personality and stuff. That was like one of my stepping stones uh, to get where I'm at now, uh, yeah. which, you know, and it's, and it's really funny because like um, people are going to are going to notice you as like Tina but over time they're going to notice Garrett right so regardless if you have a Tina mm-hmm. outfit or not they're going to they're going to remember your ass like it's not going to irrelevant Tina outfit doesn't matter they're going to always remember you so if you ever decided like oh I'm going to rebrand with something else that isn't always very Tina because you're just like over it remember you can always rebrand I did um many other people have done it and it's just like you want to be known for more than just your outfit you can always do that but I mean fucking um Rave Dora has been fucking killing it, right? So, like, you know, it works. Oh, my God. I ran into him at Nocturnal. Mm -hmm. And, like, it it is still probably the best photo that I have on my camera roll. It's, like, it's a fucking dynamic duo. Like, we could absolutely run for president and vice president. (laughs) (laughs) But he's a legend, right? So, like, I I picture you, like, oh, wow, like, you know. No, not many people have done like a, like people do Ray Tina for a day, right? Then no one's gonna be doing it for ten festivals straight, right? There's just not, yeah. and then and then three festivals in a row. You did it on the third day. Usually you don't do it on all three days. I usually see you with one day. You're like, it's me day. I, I don't. I I really like to give my back a break, and um, and I just have like a lot of other festival outfits that I love wearing that I really haven't gotten an opportunity this year to do. Um, but I mean, I have like enough teen outfits that I just kind of like mix and match. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like the day prior was like one of the best days and just made so many people happy and laugh. And so I was like, I'd love to do that again. So, yeah, man, uh, I, I definitely love seeing you. It's, you're so easy to spot too. And then I think you, you kind of bring in a crowd every single time you start twerking. People are like surround you well, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine there haven't been too many people that have seen a 6'4 white boy <laughs> Tina walking around the music festival. <laughs> so how does, how does it feel? I mean, um, like your account has been growing steadily, uh, your Rape Tina account. Um, how does it feel knowing like you're your persona account is just steadily increasing and it's just it's like so i made i made the account right after sunset which was the Mm -hmm. first festival of the year um and like honestly made it for like to keep like within my inner circle post pictures you know be able to look back two years down the road i was like oh damn that was a good time and like literally thought nothing else about it i had no intention of you know, meeting up with people that had like met me at future festivals. And it's like, I mean, obviously it's still very small and still getting off the ground, but like never in a million years did I think that, you know, people would be actively trying to find me at a festival and like giving me specific candy that they took time out of their day to make me and like want to take pictures and just like, uh, it, it's it's been incredible and i think moment. obviously yeah. it's it's 
fueled why I've done it so much this year. Um, but again, at the end of the day, like I'm honestly just trying to make random people laugh and that's the only thing that I want to do. My buddy, um, cause we're going to talk about this. It's like, uh, he, we're talking on the phone, right. And he's still, he tells me, he's like, I'm still on that like high from like EDC, like Orlando, just people like DMing me about it, like commenting on my stuff. He's like, dude, it's like, you know, people acknowledging you is like a serotonin like boost, you know, it's like a drug, like, and it really kind of is. I, I think it is um, like being like getting the amount of likes you get nowadays versus like when you got them like two years ago, you know, like this boost of comments, boost of DMs and stuff like that. And I told him like that, that does do it for me sometimes. Uh, but I, I gotta say, man, it is the moments uh, that do it for me um, actually though, because uh, one example is I was at circuit grounds um, God, I don't want to get your name wrong. Um, like literally swims through circuit grounds, right? Cause I don't know how else you get through circuit grounds at some points. And, uh, he found me because of my flag and he, um, we're talking and stuff and he's just, you know, giving me these good compliments and this and this and telling me how much he loves my content. I love my videos. And, you know, he gives me a hug and he leaves. And I'm just like, dude, this guy took time out of his, out of his set that like he could have been watching, you know, to come find me, to come say hi, to literally just tell me that he loves watching my content. He wanted nothing more, nothing less that he just needed to tell me that. And that's the drug for me. The fact that I'm, I'm important enough to where people think that, uh, that people, um, will like come and find me and, and, and come and say hi and, and do that kind of stuff. Like I'm just one person, man. I'm just a regular fucking person. Uh, but the fact that I'm important in your life, that is like the drug for me. The fact that I'm that like, I'm valid, right? Maybe it's that validation. Yeah. Um, but feeling important is important. And uh, I think no, we... I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. Like I could fucking care less about the likes and the comments and all that stuff. Yeah. But like literally being able to like go through the people that DM me, like I know one in particular uh, woman was circuit grounds for Martin Garrix at EDC. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she lost, like just got her phone stolen. Like all of her belongings had just got stolen. Um, she was having issues with the rave group that she was in. And she told me that like, I walked up, I gave her some lunchbox candy. I twerked for her and gave her a hug. And she's like, you literally changed the way that I thought of my weekend. And you made my first EDC incredibly special. And I was like, like, yeah, not, I wasn't actively trying to go out of my way to do anything than what I was just normally there to do. And it was like, something so little made such a big impact with a completely random stranger and someone I may never see again. And it's just, it's very heartwarming. Yeah. I, I like to screenshot those things. I get a lot of these through like Snapchats and I've been getting them on honestly for the longest time. And like, I, I screenshot most of them um, because they're not always just for me per se, but it's like, I got one from a long time ago uh, because of Emma's video that we did. And, and somebody was talking about how like, you know, uh, they love how, what we're doing for this community and they love how we're like helping other male ravers find fashion and find clothes and we're so informative and like we're really just out here helping people and we're asking for nothing in return 
And I literally sent that to like Emma and I guess I'm from like A2, like when we do collabs and stuff like that. And like those things mean a lot to me. And then like, I want to share that too. Cause like, it's not just me alone. Um, mm-hmm. I got one from Snapchat because of Radiate, you know, talking about like, oh my God, it was like my first festival. And I went through the Radiate app. I found this group. I found Frisky Hug who was hosting a meetup. And next thing I know, I'm hanging out with so many people. I wish I, like, I'm so glad I met so many people. And I'm like, I screenshot it, sent to Radiate. I'm like, remember this you're always making a difference whether you see it or not you know um, yeah fuck man we're getting, we're getting deep in this fucking podcast <laughs> oh fuck you got me oh, fucking crying over here <laughs> Shit. let's uh i mean okay so a lot of this ray tina stuff um i there was one story i kind of wanted to dive into um and that was for nocturnal wonderland when you met those protesters can you walk us through your story <laughs> yeah uh so that's the first i'd always heard stories about that if you kind of see them at events not festival related so like first time dealing with that and you know we were pre-gaming in the parking lot great vibes you know my group was ready to go we were really stoked about this festival um you know we're walking up all the people around us and i you know start hearing the megaphone thought that it was from camp nocturnal didn't think much of it. And then getting closer to the entrance and I can obviously see like the, the cross that they brought and like all these signs they made. And I vividly remember like a random group of girls in front of us, you know, dressed in, you know, whatever they wanted to wear. It didn't fucking matter. It's their choice. Wearing, walking up to the festival and this guy on the megaphone says, you girls are a bunch of sluts. And I, I, I literally dropped everything that I was doing, like ran in front of them. And I was like, that guy's a fucking idiot. Like, please do not think that. And then I ran up to like the corner of the parking lot that they were at. And I was like, so do you think I'm a slut too? And he's like, I don't know. Are you? And so I just started fucking twerking, <laughs> like right in front of their sign so that no one could read. Um, I did it. It was the longest consistent twerk I've ever done. I probably did it for two minutes. I was completely out of breath, but like I, I needed to make sure that the, everybody walking into the festival was starting their day with a smile and a laugh, not being yelled at by some random fucking idiot being called a slut and things that aren't true. Um, it, it was very looking back on it like I didn't let it ruin my day but it was just like a what the fuck moment like you took time out of your day to come talk shit about people you have absolutely no idea about and you're obviously you know very blasphemous and what you're the message you're trying to portray um it it was a very eye-opening moment that like there's actual shit out there like that but Again, I wanted to make sure that no one thought that they were actually what they were saying and they were having good vibes entering the festival. I mean, I mean, yeah, like and bless their heart. I mean, they're just that's just how they were raised. That's where they came from. I mean, they're yeah. the, honestly, a lot of them are brainwashed into thinking this because you have to be brainwashed to be in that side of that religion. Um, yeah. and, and they're a bad representation of like what Christians are. I'm not Christian. I'm not anything. Um, but like, I know for a fact, like that's not how Christians portray. Cause I know 
my, a lot of my friends are Christians, you know, and they, and they, they act on what they preach and stuff like that. And I'm like, but when you're preaching hate, I mean, there's nothing yeah. good about that. Right. So um, I have dealt with that for many years. Uh, I think it's just really prominent in like the California rave scene because the first time I saw something like that was um, EDC Las Vegas. And then in San Jose, I was going to a Christmas show. I was going to a fucking oh Christmas show God. where like Enrique Iglesias was playing um, Jason Derulo. Uh, we had Macklemore and then we had one more person playing and it was honestly an amazing fucking Christmas show. And outside is this guys just like, talking about hey that was like one of my first uh i, I said ec las vegas i don't know if that one came first or or um or this uh it's called the triple ho show triple ho show i don't know it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> fucking head rats fucking good <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's that was my experience with those guys i thought it was really funny when you when like we i saw the video of you and stuff like that and i'm like this this video is gonna fucking blow up. <laughs> well, it's just like I mean, it, it's easy for me because it's just me personally. Like I don't let that shit get to me, and I know yeah. that other people can't say the same. So like I just I needed to make sure that that wasn't gonna ruin the first day of their festival. And I, I didn't know it could have been their first festival ever, and they may have never attended a festival because of that incident. So, have you ever um, considered? Um, I, I, I guess uh, my question is, um, at this moment, what do you do with the Rafe Tina? I'm going to call it a brand because you're technically branding yourself as uh, of Rafe Tina. Um, what are your future plans with like Rafe Tina in general? Oh, my God. Um, funny. So I, I just had a call with Emma last night, uh, Emma Capotis, to kind of, you know, go over my uh, Tina Raves page and kind of do like an audit um, things that I could do to kind of improve it and kind of what my goals are for it. Um, by any chance, it, were you surprised by anything that she said to help you improve your your Instagram um, engagement? Is, is that what you guys went through? Did you guys go through any of that at all? Because there's a lot yeah, of stuff I, that like no people who just like they use Instagram just to use Instagram don't know. And once you become a content creator, you you ask like the hard hitting question like, dude, I didn't know any of this. Like that's that's the thing. Like I don't understand like the Instagram algorithms. Like you know, opportunities, best times to post. Like uh, yeah. I think she called it like a seat call to action. Like asking people to engage with your post. Like that shit just like never crossed my mind. And so yeah. I think that was the biggest ask from me to her is like, I mean, she's obviously a social media goddess, and, but like, and we love how her. Do I... and, oh, uh, yes. and, and so we're talking about her right now. Um, she has at this moment of this release, she has released her clothing line. She's, this is her third drop. If you guys are interested, go check her out on her Instagram, Emma Capotis. Um, she just dropped a bunch of new clothes and there's a bunch of new merch. And then you could probably use code Thanksgiving. Um, if it's still 10% working. off yeah so just trying to help her out i'm definitely getting that house shirt with the smiley face dude i have um, my hoodie right over there and i literally wear it everywhere oh, like, i love her stuff just, and i love supporting her i i don't think there's anything that she can't do she's yeah. planning a fucking wedding she dropped the clothing line she <laughs> dude, has COVID. like she two months or something she's getting she's married doing like it, it's insane um but yeah anyway so I think that was my biggest ask of her is just like, help me understand how social media works more. Um, I think, I mean, my goal at the moment, just continue to 
do me, continue to go to festivals. I'm not really like, I guess a short-term goal would just be to continue to grow the page. It's still very surface level at the moment. I need, you know, more engagement and a a larger following. Um, I mean, my, I'm not doing this to like kind of transition my lifestyle. It's more so just like an added hobby of mine. Like, Six, let's say six months down the road, like if Tina just falls off the face of the earth and this thing tanks, like I'm going to be completely okay. I'm just doing it so that I can, you know, post pictures, be able to look back on this down the road and laugh at it. Um, I mean, but at the same time, I never thought that it would, you know, take off as quickly as it has um, yeah. and like being shared on very popular EDM pages and stuff like that. So honestly, I'm just seeing where this takes me. Um I mean, it, I would be lying if it said it hadn't crossed my mind of like one day being able to do like what you do or like what Emma does and like having my own meetups and kind of like rebranding myself outside of Tina and kind of having that large EDM influencer type yeah. group. Um, I, I think that you are definitely growing pretty fast to the point where you're going to be there probably very soon. And I think that's why I'm like asking, cause like, I, th- I feel like at this moment you should be like looking into like those future possibilities, because if you're going at the pace that you're going at now, I mean, you're going to be hitting 5k soon. You know, I'll be fucking yeah. honest, dude. And um, the more, the bigger your numbers, the more following you get, the more interaction you get. And the, like the number, the numbers grow the more you are growing already. So it's like yeah. it's a weird concept, but, but um, definitely, yeah, definitely taking in the the social media points that she gave me. Um, I I think my 2022 plan um, is once I get this understanding of kind of how to interact with social media is definitely to take her mm-hmm. extended courses. Um, Cause like, again, if this thing continues to take off, then I, I definitely want to ride that ship. Yeah, man. Uh, before you know it, you're going to be going to like every festival for free, man. I mean, that'd and, be fucking and, sick. And to be honest, like, um, at least for me, a, a big, a big, um, a big plus for me is that I do get to go to like ninety percent of these festivals for free, because if you add up all of these like tickets, bro, um, there was one festival that offered me, you know, ten festival tickets, and that that was at a price of almost three hundred dollars. Three hundred times ten, bro, like as a three thousand dollar like that's $3,000 that I was basically being given for us like free tickets. So mm-hmm. I guess it just depends uh, what, what we all want. I, I personally um, love saving money in that aspect. So, yeah, I saw, uh, I was reading Lauren. Uh, I was watching Lauren Hutzel's story yesterday and it's all like, she has that insomniac passport. passport? Thing. Yeah. That would be fucking sick. At, Oh God, that's so worth $60 a month. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I just don't want to pay even 60. <laughs> like, yeah. I just want it for free. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that too much to ask for? Fuck, bro. Like, I'm showing up to your festival. Help me out. <laughs> that is true. Um, I I mean, I think right now I, I'm since I just left my my job and I'm going to like, I'm going, I'm right now I'm 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 not homeless, but I'm jobless. Um, mm-hmm. I'm one step away from being homeless if I don't find a job, though. So, like, I really, as much as I would love to just, like, prioritize um, finding jobs and only working, um, this is kind of like a part-time job for me. Um, like, you know, getting paid through a lot of things that I do in social media really does help me out with uh, the little things. 
Um, so, so I feel a little weird because like I'm always using like discount codes, like going to clubs and stuff like that. Like even the John Summit show, dude, I got like $15 off the, the ticket and I was like, cool. Like, you know, bro, that's save money dude, wherever the fuck I can. Dude, I'm not, I don't give it. I have, I honestly, I have an AARP card. People don't think that you can have an AARP card if you're not 50. That's fucking false. I use it everywhere. I save <laughs> so much money. Yeah. Like I don't feel like as a military veteran, bro. I use my military discounts everywhere I went. I feel that like, as you should. And people were like, oh, like, oh, you're really just trying to save like 30 cents. I'm like, yes, dude. Like it literally, it adds up, dude. At the end of the day, all this shit fucking adds up, man. And I don't want to be the guy at the end of the day, be like, I don't have money to go places and do things and pay my bills. I mean, my bills are always paid. I'm like that, like the 1,000 pound sisters. I pay my bills. My bills are paid. (laughs) (laughs) make a meme of you stick your face on that um but that was a lot of the that was like 30 minutes of tina talk um let's talk about you and your relationship with the lunchbox um so how did that all get started yeah um so i again i live in austin there's a very large uh non-edm music festival called austin city limits here uh i've been the past I went to oh, it. Shit. I went to it. And oh, um, I, I love was, it. It's such a good time. I will say maybe it's been different years prior, but it it was slightly disappointing. Um, and I think it's because uh, it, they were just getting back into into things that like, but it was a lot of gaps in like the schedule or like maybe like yeah. artists were supposed to be playing, but now they aren't. And it was weird. Yeah, um, it, it's fun, honestly, just because it's in, it's here in my backyard. That's yeah. why I go. Um, it's a very old lineup. I think it's like the oldest festival lineup. Um, it kind of overlaps with Lala in terms of people that play it both. But for the most part, it's, you know, people that I wasn't alive for when they were in their prime. Um, but anyway, I've uh, been going to ACL for like five or six years. Uh, every year, without a doubt, always got my shit stolen um and at acl yeah at acl absolutely um falling into the same trap every year though like it's not gonna happen to me this time sure enough happens to me so you know third after the third year i've been i was like there's i like there's got to be a solution for this i cannot be the only one getting my shit stolen at a festival so Mm -hmm. i started doing some google searches like you know uh festival backpacks and like rave backpacks and bags and shit uh and then the kickstarter link for lunchbox popped up was like literally everything that i needed it as a music festival attendee um you know the funding hadn't started yet but i mean the hype was absolutely there based on the comments and stuff so contributed i think they fulfilled within like less than a week um ended up getting it in april of 2019 um or maybe a little beginning of may uh i went to ubby dubby 2019 which is the inaugural year and i didn't have it so maybe may Mm -hmm. um but got it you know used it for hikes and festivals and like absolutely fell in love with it it i still it's the only one i have i still have the og one i don't have any other one um and i was like this thing is fucking amazing like i love literally everything about this and so i i started stalking like tom and lunchbox page and everyone involved and was like a mass psycho person because i was dming them like weekly i was like 
yo, I fucking love this thing. Like you have no idea how much peace of mind I have now being able to go to shows and festivals. I was like, I, I need to be a part of this. I will work for free. Obviously I will do whatever you want. I'll sweep the floors. I will do whatever. Um, and so they brought me on, um, to kind of help out wherever needed. Um, I, I guess my official title now would be like, uh, roll call ambassador for the Facebook page. Um, just kind of overseeing how the Facebook group is run. Um, but yeah, it, it's been absolutely amazing. I have met literally some of my best friends, uh, BB, Tom, Emma, um, Peyton, Andrew, everybody. It's been fucking phenomenal and it's literally all because of a back yeah it's a day, it's just it's a it's great fucking crazy it's a great family man I, I i love i love the lunchbox fan man um very close to my heart everybody there uh especially tom man tom has tom has done a lot of good stuff for me man so i mean um i'll always i'll always remember the things he's done he's done for me Ryan. like so i always like i always keep him close to my heart i fucking love him and, and then like the fam around that as well and stuff like that. Um, I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for Tom, you know, and the lunchbox, we would have never met probably. Um, there's Absolutely. a lot of people like I have, what would have never met and stuff. But, like even, I, I don't know if, uh, I probably would have met the influencers regardless, but uh, there's a bunch of people that like, it just brings I, together. I think the first interaction I had with you was EDC Orlando 2019 when we did the meetup by the Ferris wheel. And I was there and you came up like hella hype and you had like your, your frisky hug. And I think you even had a totem that said frisky hug. And I came up, he was like, what the fuck is frisky hug? And then you looked at me as like, you don't know who frisky hug is. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, I, I hadn't like paid attention to like the EDM scene at all. I was just Dude, I'll be, I'll be honest. But... <laughs> well, you said EDC 2019. EDC oh, yeah. Orlando 2019. We oh, Orlando, yeah. I was blissed world. out of my mind, bro. I've never been so... <laughs> the, look, the look on your face, you're like, the fucking audacity. You don't know who no. Frisky Hug is. And, and I'm glad you took it that way because like it was like a joke. And like I hope like... No. So that's when I'm drunk. I'm like, I hope I don't say something. And like people don't realize I'm just fucking joking. You know, like I'm, it's a fucking joke. And like, I'm glad, oh, you, took it. I took, I'm glad you took it that yeah. way because that's how I meant it. And... <laughs> And then as well, like, I, I, man, like, sometimes when I just get really drunk, I don't even like, I hope people don't perceive me for the whole weekend. I'm just there. <laughs> I, those are like the exact words that I have every festival that I've walked into this year. It's just like, please don't perceive me at my darkest moment <laughs> of this weekend. <laughs> like, please fucking... think of me from like the 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. window slot, not yeah. to like 8 p.m. to midnight slot. Because did you, you did home base, right? I did this year, yes. What was your opinion on the similarity between um, EDC Orlando with home base, and um, did you you camped at EDC Las Vegas, right? No, I did. Uh, I stayed on the strip. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. so when I when I do home base, man, it gives me like EDC Las Vegas with camping vibes. Like the party doesn't fucking end, bro. Oh, oh my <laughs> god. We, I mean, my my groups like all house vibes um but home base was fun um i think the venue could have been a little better i know they had to switch the last minute so i know that's probably a lot of it but in terms of like being in the same place with people that are all going to the same festival that you are and like mm. all mostly listen to the same music that you do like the vibes were fucking amazing um 
I will say it was very hard to go to bed at like 6 a.m. when the people right next to you were like heavy wooks playing like very loud bass and dubstep music. Um, but again, the vibes were fucking amazing. Dude, I remember sleeping four hours two years ago. That's that's it, the extent of what I slept. I was and then there was, was no rough. I forgot to drink water. All I was drinking was liquor. Um like oh, it was God. It's pretty rough, but I did bring IVs. So as a medic, I, I would just give myself IVs and give my whole group IVs. And we're just fucking going for the day, bro. That's clutch. <laughs> we, 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 need to, we need to adopt a nurse into our group. I don't think we yeah. have anyone that I would feel safe doing that. Yeah, like I, I ran out of lactated ringers and, and IV bags and stuff. Um, but I think maybe if I, you know, maybe next year I'll be like, hey, if anyone else come through and just rejuvenate, fucking come through for some free IVs have a oh. whole line is at my house like hey man we're just doing things i think here. i mean i'm i again i full sent it already got my vegas ticket and orlando ticket mm-hmm. um i'm gonna do camp edc i'm gonna do the rv because i heard the rvs get fucking down and that's like where the actual party is because i heard some people that like you can hear the sets from the RV camp and like they, they go all night. So I'm going to do they, that next they, year. They do. Um, but at least the RV camps that my friends were staying at, which is where like I probably stayed at for 90% of the time. Um, Cause I, I do love the RV area, but the mess for me was like the jam for sure. But the RVs were relaxing, comfortable, uh, but they are expensive um, because not yeah. only are you adding the RV, but you're at, you're adding the drainage, the power add on, plus uh water refills right and you're yeah. looking at the water you're looking at the sewer drainage like every day bro um so that adds up about 140 dollars per day um and then your rv is already expensive because it tripled in price just for that weekend so hopefully you have a friend that has one otherwise you're gonna be paying a you know arm and a leg for it and then at least the music that i was into was like um uh, experimental bass so i mean that's music mm-hmm. you like listening to i'm more of like dubstep and rhythm yeah not much experimental bass um i can handle it but if i had to hear that shit every single fucking night i would just not do it depends my mind yeah i'll probably get a good pair of earplugs um bro but- i had i brought earplugs to edc las vegas i opened the case and it's empty i'm like i literally just brought a fucking case for oh, you the- got that's fuck <laughs> i fucking i don't know where i left those things i was gonna buy some new ones they're expensive though. It's like the it's like thirty dollar yeah. ones. Um, I, I bought some on Amazon, dude. I love them, and I'm probably gonna go with the exact same brand. They were fucking amazing. Yeah. But I think, but then EDC Orlando, we're just gonna do a big house and do like a party bus to and from. Because I think the big thing with my group is like we have to eat after and like around home base. Everything closed at eleven, and like the Wawa gas station next door was just like clean out of everything so should have texted me bro we were, we, like we were literally mix. making carne asada tacos and macaroni and cheese and uh potatoes <laughs> every night Sade. like we, we were we were cooking every night like we were that's, that's the thing i, I want to be able to like cook and have a very wholesome oh, airbnb so what we did is um since we're like right next to home base too and we're next to all the shuttles um we just parked there's a little like free parking area you just park there and walk straight to the shuttles and it just takes you straight there and shit back Damn, yeah much. and then and then we just picked up the car the next day but we just uber back yeah but i mean i would just recommend that but with like your airbnb uh, one thing i would recommend man is like be be sure where you know where the shuttles are going to be at uh for for next year and get a airbnb near there 
whoever the hell coordinated my friend's Airbnb was 30 minutes south. And I'm like, that's useless. You can't even ride the that's shuttles rough. at that point. Like, what's the point of shuttles? Ooh. You might just go all the way. Yeah. No, I think the shuttles this year were really good. Um, I mean, other than Friday night, like being able to basically walk straight onto the bus and not having to worry about getting back home was very clutch. I Dude, highly recommend I, the I, I literally, I was fucked out of my mind. Um, just went too hard day three, but in a good way, because I really had fun. Um, yeah. But I, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm looking for my friend who I lost. And we had a meet-up spot. Guys, always have a meet-up spot for the end of the night. Your group and you should just go together if you guys are fucking leaving at the same time. Just go to fucking together. Um, misery loves company. Just fucking go together. Um, yeah. So my buddy's waiting for me at, I don't know why we decided to stay at uh, Pick Pixel Forest, but we picked like the gaming section where they're all playing Xbox on. Mm-hmm. And they were kicking him out. He goes, no, like my friend's meeting me right here. He goes, Manny, where are you? And I'm just like, dude, I'm like at Pixel but I missed, I forgot that we said the gaming system and I was like another part of Pixel Forest. And, um, uh, but he ended up getting me, we, I saw him and we're like, okay, let's go to the fucking shuttle. We've never taken the EDC shuttles before. So they can get a little bit confusing. Follow the fucking crowd the way you came and they'll lead you straight to the fucking shuttles. Yeah. Um, everything's labeled blue line, red line, green line, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, those shuttles were fucking nice. Like um, yeah. they were comfortable uh spacey um you know obviously they're not home-based shuttles so there probably wasn't like fucking dubstep noises and shit but yeah you know it's the best edc is gonna do is you know on the way home um i don't know man and you got any other like what's been your favorite you probably get this all the time what's been your favorite set of the year and then the most surprising set of the year um so for this year of 2021 i had to say slander back-to-back subtronics at forbidden kingdom uh, fucking whatever stage that was um was definitely the best um almost all-time set i would say all-time because sudden death uh, at the caverns was probably my favorite set of all time um and it was just fucking phenomenal man like like if you thought slander was good fucking back to back and with subtronics god yep. damn <laughs> bro um and then surprising set man i god because i hate i hate picking the same festival twice but maybe that's why i love forbidden kingdom so much which is funny because I, I actually can't handle more than like two days of how uh, a bass music that's why i don't go to lost lands um but <laughs> Bro, I'm, I need. I'm, I need I'm, a I'm gonna, mix. I'm gonna send it in 2022. I'm I am just gonna I, do it. I, I am too. I'm working with a uh, chubby wubby on doing a workshop. So we're gonna oh, be nice. doing a couple content creator workshops, like how to create your brand, and and then we're oh. gonna be doing a couple of other things going on there. Um, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna bring in my like military stuff, and uh, we're gonna talk about. Sorry, that beer. Uh, we're gonna talk about like maybe being resilient and stuff like that because um festival goers have to be resilient to deal with a lot of the shit that we do with it's a high like i know we're here for like to, to vacation but it's a high stress environment i mean somebody um i mean somebody had to get the hotel get the shuttle get the transportation somebody Absolutely. figured this all out this shit doesn't figure itself all out right getting the crew mm-hmm. together 
uh, planning food, getting everything set up. Like somebody's mm-hmm. planning all this shit, right? So it takes a little bit of resilience. And then when somebody uh, encounters like theft, everything goes out the fucking window. I mean, you, your, your mindset you, is you fucking. No one prints out a boarding pass anymore. Like everything's on your phone. You're like, fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you're literally fucked. Uh, my rule of thumb, what I do for literally every festival is um, I always bring a copy of everything. It's my copy rule. So I bring a copy of my ID, a second credit card or debit card, and I bring a, um, uh, for like my vaccine, my vaccine card, I take a picture, email it to a friend and text it to a friend. That way I always have a vaccine card and they're always in my group. I, I always have all of those things with me. Um, but those, those copies of everything else, like the, the credit card, another ID, um i leave at home so a copy of my of my car keys i bring it with me and i leave it at the hotel um mm-hmm. and then that way if i lose my car key because let's say somebody wanted to borrow my car key because they needed to get something out of a little bag or something you know <laughs> you know they've always been fucking asking yeah. where's uh absolutely they will have a car key here's a car key my dumbass did that once somebody needed a car key i let them borrow my car key never got that car key back don't oh, know where yeah. it went so here I am sitting at Decadence, Arizona, wondering how I'm going to start my fucking car and or open my door. And yeah. um, I, I have that, um, you know, copy of everything rule. So I Ubered to my friend's house, went in my bag the next morning, went back to my car, opened it up, started it up, went back by my merry way. Damn, that's clutch. I, I don't that's have a situ- great idea. Yeah, I don't have situations like that. They don't happen very often to me because I'm always like a step ahead. Um. I've never had anything stolen from me ever in my life up until EDC Las Vegas, where uh, someone just snatched that GoPro out of me, had it in my pocket, man. The moment someone bumped into me, I turned around and then I turned back to my friends and I kept walking. I took fucking five steps, bro. And I checked my pocket. I'm like, why is like, why am I feeling lighter? You know, you know, you feel lighter. And I told my buddy, stop. I'm like, we're no longer moving. We are at the point where we are looking at the ground and we just like, looking everywhere bro when i tell you 30 minutes into this and i just can't find my gopro i'm like it didn't drop bro like it'd be here um and i'm like this has never happened to me i'm like but it's yeah. my dumbass, bro because like my gopro always goes in my front pouch always 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 but i don't know why i decided to put it in my pocket i think maybe it's had too much shit in there i was just like i don't know man I, it was one of my biggest regrets and it sucks but like yeah man like i having to be resilient after that was so fucking hard when you're drunk <laughs> it just, fucking ruins your day like all the good sets you saw up until that point are basically like out the fucking door bro it is like 1 30 in the morning and i end my night that is it yeah. i'm going i'm going back to the tent Sucks. and i'm gonna sleep and cry <laughs> that's those <laughs> my that's my to-do list for the rest of the day Sucks. and and then i was so disappointed because i had emma's like i had i recorded the, the entirety of Emma Caputis's, um meetup. The entire hour was in my GoPro. And I texted her, I'm like, dude, I know I had that, I know I had all that footage. I no longer have that footage. Um, fucking amazing content for her too. And I was like, it's okay. Like, it is what it is, she said. So I'm yep. like, fuck man. She's like, you fine? I'm like, no, I am not okay. I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> and I did. I went, I went to the tents, cried my night away. <laughs> I did, um, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is what it is, man. But I had an amazing time nonetheless. All of EDC. It took me, it took me like a day to recover from like what had happened. And I was like, you know what, man? I had an amazing fucking time. Like the EDC Las yeah. Vegas was a fucking movie. 
Uh, what about was... you, man? Let's talk about you and your favorite all ten set of 2021, and let's talk about your most surprising set. Oh God! Um, all right, most surprising set: Eric Pritz, Circuit Grounds, EDC Vegas. I was not planning on going. I think John Summit was playing at the time. Um, Emma texted me. She's like, "If you fucking trust me at all, you will be at." I, we had saw Lane Eight just prior, mm, but yeah, Eric yeah, Pritz yeah. is right after, so we we're like, "We're gonna stay, get a good spot." She's like, "If you trust me at all, you will be at this fucking set." And I was like, "All right, you know what." You know, not really into techno. I, it's I just haven't explored it much. I'm like, <laughs> fuck it, I'll try it. I, I with the combination of the fireworks and the drone show and just Eric Grids as a performer and like his lasers, like my mouth was his production on the is some it's, other it's some next level shit. And you realize why people love him so much. It's it like, was it was an out it was an actual out of body experience. Like it, it was one of the most beautiful production sets i've i've probably ever seen i it is the most beautifully productive set i've ever seen in my life um and i just remember our uh, aid was with us and bb and uh aid's boyfriend i just remember looking at everyone and be like i i get it i fucking get why this is emma's favorite artist yeah and it's like it just makes so much fucking sense and i got like the best video of her fa- i'm blanking on the name but her favorite song ever like she started crying it was it was fucking amazing, but yeah, Eric Prid Circuit Grounds. There's no other stage that he should ever play at if he's ever at EDC Vegas. That Circuit Grounds is the perfect stage for him. Um, let's see, my favorite set of 2021. Um, it's it's got to be Matroda um, EDC Orlando. I'm a I'm a huge bass house fan of all types of house but bass house in particular um we had my whole group there emma was there um curly raver cammy was there and he he literally blew me the fuck away to where i was on the plane ride back and he just so happened to be playing in austin that following friday and i was like fuck it bought a ticket it was 10 fucking dollars. It was basically free to go see Matroda. And I was just like, I rode the rail. I got a picture with him. I died. I was and you got a picture. Again. It was, it was a fucking magical experience. My, my, uh, my most surprised sex. Like, I, I don't know why I have like really bad ADD and I took my Ritalin. So I don't understand why I blanked out, but my, my most surprising set is actually okay. At EDC Las Vegas, 20, 18 um i knew i mean i thought i said it was gonna be okay and i get to the set and i it, it literally turned into one of my like, top five like favorite sets of all time um he brought out kenny g and kenny g starts oh, playing nice. the fucking saxophone and they start playing thief and that is like one of my favorite songs ever dude and i was just like dude this is like magical like one of my edc las vegas two they brought out kenny g Three is one of my favorite songs. I'm like, I'm literally, and it was Cosmic Mendo. So like the production was like super crazy, but it fit mm-hmm. the mood. And I was like, dude, I'm here for it. Uh, yeah. Which then led on to fucking um, Post Malone playing live. <laughs> I was like, what is going on, man? I'm just having a blast. Oh, and then we, my friend Vlad and I, we were leaving Eric Prids to go catch um, Dombreski B2B Noizu. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were walking over there and like, liquid stranger was playing at bass pod that was 
that was fucking dope. Like, I had never listened to him really prior than EDC Vegas. And, like, I remember going up and listening to him talk. He is, like, the most genuine, funny character there is. Because he's basically just up there talking to himself yeah. the whole time. He's like, and, like, I like to bring in the bass really heavy here and kind of turn it down on this one. And it's just like having a conversation with himself. And he's like, I like to call this next 10 minutes of my music spaghetti time. And I hope you fucking enjoy it. And then, and I just dude, like lost you literally said spaghetti time on my vlog <laughs> twice, bro. And I was like, I had to delete one of them. We can't have, we, we can't have I was, twice. <laughs> I was dying. And I was like, he playing at EDC Orlando. I was like, I have to see him. And like, I explained <laughs> to my group, like what he was. And they're like, we all went and watched him. Like, dude he is phenomenal and hilarious at the same time so that was that was another surprising set oh man what is who's your favorite artist um i mean it's it's matroda um i've been on matroda binge um it's i'm I'm gonna stay in the base house tech house range but ah, god it's like i would feel bad saying who's my favorite artist is because I would be leaving out so many good people, but give me three good I mean, ones then. Give me three. Okay. All right. And then, and, then, and then the ones that don't get picked, yeah, I'm sure the artists will understand. <laughs> I, I, I hope they understand. My <laughs> if they don't, um, Matroda, John Summit, AC Slater. See, Night I was, base. I was, base, I, I wasn't a whole AC Slater thing, uh, for a while. Um, but, I don't know what it was, man. Lately, his music at a, at the festivals hasn't been hitting me in the spots it used to hit. Like it used to be G spot, and now it's like you know other spots. I'm like, I don't know, man. It's not really it's not really making it feel good. Um, but it was probably because like one of like the one of my favorite moments, man, at a music festival is um, I was I was vending at Decadence Arizona, and I was like, I'm just gonna go on stage. I don't know why not. So I just walk straight to the fucking stage, fucking give uh, AC Slater a pat on the back, and I just start fucking bumping it, bro. And I'm in a full-blown onesie, bro. <laughs> this guy's like, who the fuck is this guy? Nobody asked a fucking question. That was that was some great frisk. You, you owned that. You're like, I'm not letting anyone fucking stop me. This is my stage. Bro, I had a camera. And that's all I needed. I'm like, I got this, bro. I mean, no fucking photographer in the right mind is wearing a fucking onesie with a tail and ears. <laughs> like, Very true. But, you know, AC Slater was all about him. He never once complained. Never once said anything. His manager was cool about it. No one said anything. I'm literally on the decks, literally touching the buttons, bro. I'm like, you know. See, that's, and I guess that's why I love those three artists is that a huge thing for me at festivals is, it, I hate when DJs talk. I think it's the most annoying thing. Oh, you hate Allison Wonderland then. <laughs> don't even. I'm, I'm sorry for any <laughs> Alice in Wonderland fans out there, but like her EDC Vegas, I know her was fucked up, but her EDC Vegas set was very underwhelming. And like, I didn't pay $500 to come hear you talk. And, I, and, and I'm not saying the whole set. Like I'm, mm. I'm totally okay with like, you know a massive drops coming and it's like one two three like that kind of stuff but when you're stopping your set for 10 minutes to talk just about you know i it's it's fine that you're appreciative of your fans and stuff like 
but I think bro, she's just telling us she loves music. us, bro. And I get that, but like you can also say that in an Instagram post. It's like I I really didn't come here to hear you talk, and I know that's probably a controversial opinion, but that's why it's actually I like house music. Is it, it, it is actually funny because it is a controversial topic because there it, it goes like I have heard a lot of people say the exact same things that you're saying right now. Um, I had a I had a friend. She hated Yellow Claw. She loved like his music. I don't know if it's him or they, um, but he let's say they for um whatever um so she loves their music but wasn't really like a fan of how much they talk during these like sets and it's not you know i've heard the same thing about alice in wonderland they're just like i just don't love that she gets really drunk because when she does she just keeps talking she doesn't shut the hell up um, i guess that's kind of why i stick to house music because i don't think i mean off the top of my head i can't really think of many house djs that are there on the mic other than green velvet but he's making like Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, noises, which is kind of funny. Um, maybe uh, I'm throwing like a like like an uh, unfavorable unfavorable opinion here, but I'm just not a fan of Green Velvet as much as everybody else are, is. I guess I don't know. I'm not really. Um, yeah, I'm not like a. I'm a fan. I'm not like a super fan. Um, I, I mean, I like when i saw the b to b to b like i wasn't like oh my god that's gonna be fucking amazing because all three of them literally played right before they did that b to b to b oh well i um, mean i wasn't gonna I, I, that's why i skipped all that on purpose and then i was just gonna see a brand new like i've never heard anything yet like this is it right yeah that's why i was so disappointed because like, that was the only thing i wanted to see in that in that say that stage for the whole yeah. night so i was pretty upset. well it's like I also I I have a rule I'd never miss an excision set like that man just throws the fuck down and how many excision sets have you seen in your lifetime? Oh god, uh, not I mean not as many as like some of his super fans have, but pro I mean I've seen him four times this year. Probably I saw him at EDC Orlando 2019, so probably five or six total. I, you know, um, I've, I've been to about, I've been to um, over a hundred festivals, man. I have seen that guy easy 15 times. Right. And I try my best every single time to just skip an excision set. I try to skip it, it because it so fucking good. I try to skip it, man, because like there are other like back to backs playing. There's other, there's other things going on that I haven't seen yet or have only seen once. And I'm just like, my friends are the same way as you. They just can't miss it, bro. They can't miss. It. So like, I always get stuck just following my friends. I'm like, well, fuck. Like, I'm really in the, I'm really in this point where like, I'm either gonna see this back to back to back by myself, or mm-hmm. do I stay with like thirty of my friends right now? I always yeah. join the masses, which is my problem. I could have probably just found you guys at the back to back to back. I'm sure, but I didn't want to risk it and not finding you guys because you know the crowd was gonna be big probably. So I'm like, ah. I was there for excision. I wasn't at the B to B to B. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, I think that was the. Oh, dude, I, I saw you. I fucking saw you. You were yeah, on the left I, far end. Yeah, we were the very far left. Yeah. I saw your totem um, and I was like, should I go and like try to grab him? But I just couldn't like lose like my friends and stuff. Yeah. That, that, like they didn't have a totem. Like, I, I don't know. I could have given them mine, I guess. That was the biggest feel- thing for me this year was focusing on sets that I actually want to see because it's very common for most people to just follow people because they don't want to lose the group but yeah. knowing that like 
I'm very easily findable and I had the totem. Like I definitely focused this year on going to see people that I need to check off my list, like which I have very much accomplished. And there's only a couple of people left. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's been, I've had some of the best times just at a set by myself with random ass people. And it's been amazing. I watched Slander with Andy is Plurnt, who's a TikToker. Um, mm-hmm. It was me, her, and her boyfriend, and they they had to leave. They're gonna go sit down somewhere. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I wanted to just stay here, and I watched all of the rest of Slander by myself, and I watched all of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, wait, no, did I watch Alice in Wonderland with you? Now I can't remember. I saw you guys. Easy Vegas. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I don't really remember either. I don't remember either, bro. I think I watched <laughs> Alice in Wonderland by myself, and then. Um, I met you guys at some point, but I don't know when that was. And then I watched Martin Garrix by myself. Like, I don't know, man. Just, I wanted to see Martin Garrix. Martin Garrix, I haven't seen yeah. him in a minute, bro. And I was like, nobody wanted to be there. They're like, oh, he's so mainstream. Nobody wants to. I'm like, bro, Dude, I want to see that never shit. Never plays in the US. Yeah. And then I'm headed to Chain Smokers. So. Yeah. The <laughs> I didn't get a chance to see the Chain Smokers. That was pretty sad. Um, it is what it is, though. Uh, well, Garrett, it's been a pleasure, man. Fucking chatting it up with you, man. Uh, drinking beers with you. Uh, I don't think we've actually just sat down and chatted before in our in our however long of life we've been I living. So I think we're usually zooted whenever I run into you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming to the podcast, man. If you wouldn't mind, so people here after listening to us blabber, maybe they grown an interest in your accounts what are your accounts where can they find you yeah i'm on uh instagram at tina raves and then tiktok at rave tina all right well you guys should go support my mans here garrett aka rave tina uh so this podcast will be available i just saw my podcast on iheart.com so i don't know if it's called iheart podcast or iheart.com whatever spotify soundcloud google shit's on fucking apple dude you can go check it out whatever but uh this ends this podcast episode and like i say in every episode uh until the next one 